The Small Town Business Podcast is sponsored by Visit Gippsland, the land of many wonders. Head to visitgippsland.com.au to plan your trip. Whether it's walking and hiking or cycling or driving, camping, fishing, drinking and eating, you'll be exploring some of the most unforgettable destinations around. Head to their website or get inspired by their social media. All the links are in the show notes. Moving from the city to the country can be a really big deal, especially if you don't already have some networks in place. In the last episode, Christy from Green Hills Farm and the Ridge House in Yarragon South gave us some fantastic insight into how she and her family have been straddling their city and country lives while they work to build a sustainable business in their small town. It's a smart model having that 10-year plan. But what if you have to move sooner than that? What steps can you take right now to help you build a solid foundation in your new community? A foundation that allows you to launch a business and build a community around it. Welcome to the Small Town Business Podcast. I'm Erica McInerney. I know I've mentioned it before that when we moved to Warrigal in 2011, we already had a small network in place. The region was familiar to me as I'd spent my childhood in Gippsland. Coming back some 20 years later was still daunting though. I left a successful career in advertising and jumped straight into new babies and small town living. But I've managed to build a thriving business here and my networks are amazing and my friendships even more so. Over the past couple of weeks, I've spoken to some people who have also made successful tree changes and I've put together these few tips based on our conversations. I hope they give you a great place to start if you're about to start. But I also think that a lot of this advice could be taken on board if you are an existing business that has struggled to find its way. And remember that some of this stuff you can start right now, before you even pack a box. So tip number one is market research. And if I had a dollar for every time I pushed this practice, well, I'd have a few dollars. Just because you want to create this business doesn't mean it's needed or wanted or not already in place. It's absolutely critical to do some research before you brief your graphic designer about the logo you want. There are a few ways to conduct that research too. One is to simply observe, spend some time in the town and walk around, check out the yellow pages, online directories, notice boards, look at social media, what is already there? A favourite activity of mine is to join the local Facebook community group and see what people are complaining about not having. Look for those posts where everyone speculates over what is going into an empty shop. That will tell you what everyone wishes was there. If you're already in a small town, you know exactly what I mean. But you might be thinking, why should I care what is already in town? Well, if you're a regular listener, then you'll be familiar with one of my favourite ideas, compliment don't compete. It's so important to remember this. Yes, absolutely, a town needs multiple hairdressers, but what's your specialty and what products are you aligned with? Or if you're an accountancy firm, what's your niche? How can you serve the area better than others are? What's already there will help you determine what's missing and that presents the greatest opportunity for you. Filling the gaps 
then becomes a business idea that has more chance of success. It's new. It's different. It's missing from the town or region. Think of all of that as part of your competitor research. Understanding their offerings, their pricing, what their customers think and more to inform what you do to complement them. I kind of think we should always study our competitors not to compete, but to do what we do better or different. Maybe that sounds like the same thing to you, but it's not. Now, the next step might be to start to build your networks by volunteering, attending local events, joining committees, joining local business groups. You don't necessarily need to have a business yet. They will welcome you if you're prepared to help out and offer your skills and experience. Christy spoke about her deep involvement in the local community and how essential it's been to the success of their business and to their happiness and to their sense of welcome to the community. Head to your new local council. What do they offer in terms of startup help, networking, or even insights into the makeup of the town and region? Knowing the population growth projections and understanding the existing and future demographics of the town or region, it's super important knowledge for your new business plan. Which leads me to my next piece of advice, and that is to take all of that information and create your plans, a business plan and a sales and marketing plan. You need to set your goals, outline your target audience, know where your customers are going to come from and how you will reach them. Your plan will be your roadmap. You can create those plans while you're living in the city too. You can create them before you leave your full-time job. You can change them as many times as you need to. They're your plans. And while you can get templates or get help building it, it's important that you've had enough input into the plans so that you can actually use them. My next piece of advice is to be flexible and adapt to your new home. Small towns and rural communities often have their own personality and personalities, their own non-elected leaders or influencers. There will be nuances that you pick up the more time you spend there, so pay attention. When you pay attention, you can adapt your products and services or even marketing messaging to cater to the specific needs of your local customers and clients. Consider sourcing local products or collaborating with local suppliers to strengthen your ties and connections to the community. My last piece of advice is to communicate. Communicate your intention and your plans. Don't keep them to yourself. Build excitement for your reveal if that's relevant. Consider supporting the local paper with some advertising or advertorial to tell your story and introduce your business to the community. Present at a business group meeting or chamber of commerce night. Hold an opening event. Invite people into your space to meet you and your family. Be welcoming and communicate your intentions to generate interest and excitement with what you are doing, why you're different, what value you offer. This might stop the speculation or concern if your business appears similar to an existing one. Invite your new community into your business and into your world using words and actions and show them how you will contribute to the town, the schools, the local economy. Communication is everything and will help you to create community and customers before you've even opened your doors or launched your website. Thanks for listening today. I hope I've given you some inspiration for starting a new business in the country or even strengthening the one you have. 
It's never too late to connect with your community. You'll always be better off for it. Please get in touch with me if you'd like to learn more, if you have a great story to tell, or just to comment on what I've talked about today. I love hearing from you. Small Town Business was recorded on the lands of the Gunai Kurnai, and I would like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Big thanks to Chris at Jetstreamer for production and editing support. I'd be talking into a tin can without you. Don't forget to subscribe or follow, and if you like what you hear, please write a review to help me reach more people. Thanks for listening. 